welcome to another episode of Amazing Careers. And today I'm really excited to have Patrick Royce Arbaloa on Amazing Careers with me. Patrick is the first professional sportsman I've had the pleasure of spending time with, and I'm thrilled he's happy to share his story of how he moved out of the world of sport and into the world of business. Patrick has had a tremendous career with Fortune 500 human capital management business, the ADECO Group. But we're here to hear more about what he did before that and how he transitioned into that world. Welcome, Patrick. Thank you, Laura, and thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you, and apologies that I'm pretty sure I didn't pronounce your name properly, but we will spell it for people if um, at the end if they want to get in touch with you. No worries. So I've already indicated a little bit about the big move that you've made, but we're going to hear your story and your transition in your own words. Uh, and I think we'll just start off at the beginning with uh, tell us how you got, what your sport was and how you got into it. Yes. So let's see where to start. First, to explain, as you rightly said, right, what sport. So I'm born and raised up in North Europe in a country called Sweden which has a lot of winter and ice, et cetera, et cetera. So I was playing a, a sport called ice hockey. I think we've heard of that in the UK, just about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. Um, and how I got into it, I, I mean, like it was from the beginning was, I think I was three years old when my my mom put me on a skate because we had a, a pond just outside our house. And, and during the winter, she put me on the skates start skating and having fun as, as, a, as a little kid, right? And then when you get into school and everything, obviously this was one of the, the things that we did in school as well. You had a, um, a small small rink that you could, when you had a break or so on, could go on with your skates and so on. So we start there and then in the, in this, in the, in the early age, starting in a, in a club in the, in, the, in the town I was playing. So I started playing for fun as well. And uh, I think that was how I started to get into the sport and and then moving along uh, further on, right? And you had lots of energy as a child, I imagine. I did. You are correct. So I think that was one of the reasons why my, uh, why my mom also put me on skates or put me on a ball or a different sport, right? So a lot of energy and uh, I didn't like to be in-house so much. Still, Sweden is a very cold country, so but I, I really love the snow and, and being outside. So, so yes. And you signed your professional, your first professional contract at what age? So I, I think I was more exactly around 16 and a half, closer to 17, was when I got the opportunity to... To move to to a better city, to a new city, uh, which to a bigger team, where where I were asked to sign a professional contract and do it as at the same time as I was finishing my my last couple of years of school because it's when you go in school until you're nineteen. So with that contract, I were able to to train and play during school time, but also making sure that you you finish up school as as a proper student. And I wanted to talk to you about that because that age is right at the time when people are thinking about their career choices and exams they have to take, whether to go to university, etc. So what was going through your mind when you, at 16, you're signing your first professional contract, you know you've got another three years of school, 
But what was going through your mind around that time about how to make that choice? I mean, I think I think it's quite easy in one way as a kid when you get that opportunity, right? And also your parents see that, but uh, to make that decision and do that. But uh, so in that way, kind of. So in that way, it was quite kind of an easy decision. It was kind of a dream coming, becoming true or start of a dream, we'll say. Um, but then obviously, when you make that decision, you start and you start on that path, you start seeing the the importance of trying to learn how to balance both because you could just do the sport and then you skip your homework and stuff like that, right? Because you already believe you're going to be a superstar, right? And and that is actually not the the truth, right? It's just a few people that, a few percentage that managed to do that. So, so in first, it was an easy decision because it's dream coming true, but also when you get into that dream, you see also the challenges with with the balance to make the balance as a, as a young teenager. And one of the things we talked about before was this idea that actually, when you are quite young, mm. and you at the time you might not realize it, but we're looking back now, it's probably okay to fail at that age, right? Yes, and I and I think if if we know that when we are in that age, then then we we would fail more, I think, than than we allow us maybe to do, or than we yeah personally and mentally allow us to do, right? But it's for sure you're so correct on that. It's it's totally okay to fail and start over and jump up on that horse and 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 ride away again, right? Because I mean, like that is not the only opportunity that we will have, and if it is that that makes life very narrow right so so yes it's totally okay to to fail because you're going to have other opportunities coming your way as well or it's a small fail and then you just do it better next time and and you get better and better and you learn as well during the path i love what you said earlier there that if we all knew then mm. what we know now we would probably have tried more things and failed in inverted commas at more things and maybe even taken more chances when you're younger. Yeah, I think I think the crossroads that we have when we are younger, even when we're older, right? But when we're younger, uh, would be easier to pick maybe shoes if we knew that it's okay to fail and then we can take the, the next one or the next one or the next one. Now you had really quite the career in ice hockey. So how t- tell us about that? Yeah, so so I, I think I did it professionally for uh, almost seventeen years. So so I had the the privilege to enjoy something that is uh, when you're growing up a dream, and then you you are um, have the possibility to to make it uh, make a living out of it, right? And also with that, you meet a lot of people, new people. You you move to different cities, even even countries is, uh, for, for many people. And with all that, I think you get a really, really good um, indirectly school and, and, and teaching out of it as well. So it's not only the privilege of the sport, but I think you get a really good education in uh, in, in, in many different ways. Uh, but the sport obviously was was the best thing of everything, right? And, and I think that decision I wouldn't change for anything and I, I haven't regretted yet so I, I think I, I, I'm not going to regret it uh, later on either right because it was a, it was a very good decision and and it made a, a very very good and and uh, happy moment of my life. 
and you must be absolutely phenomenal on an ice rink. Uh, I would lie if I said I couldn't skate, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and what would you say was the highlight for you over those 17 years? Is that possible to choose one? Yeah, I think it is. I, I think you you obviously have a few a few peaks where were good during career, right? But I think one of them was on the later stage in career when I was in the team and we were on the second division and we were promoted up. So I think that was a big, uh, say, team effort and and as and also the town was so in, involved in it, right? So it was so many more people that could have the happiness around it to see a team succeed and also you are part of it right so i think that was a, a big a big moment in 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 the sports career that i had i love that so actually the one of the highlights then was the fact that you actually were part of this of creating this much bigger environment at that time in this town yeah that, i would say that 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 summarizes it pretty good Wonderful. Now, it did take you some time to make the decision when you had felt you had to move on. Yeah, it was it was difficult, right? So I I, I reached an age where, uh, or a point in my career where I could see that the motivation was not there and it was not as fun as it always been. Um, and and also in the end that you see that it's a life after sports because sports um, in in a, in a, in an age is not all your life right so because your body your health and everything right so and it's always younger people that comes up that are better than you so it took me two years before I'm I played the last two years I played it took me to make the the decision to okay this is going to be my last game and I'm I'm moving on and. Uh, moving into corporate so it was a it was a tough decision but it came kind of natural when I gave myself that amount of time and I, I had the possibility to give myself that amount of time and, and make the decision by myself so I was happy that it was no injury it was nothing else that told me that I needed to quit right so it was just me and myself and and uh, and all around that and you had some time in between deciding that you were ready to leave and then a role with the Adeco group coming up. Is yeah, that right? I, yeah, it, it's it's correct. I, I were so I would say lucky enough, but not only lucky enough because it needs to be your personality as well, right? Or who you are and and how you engage, right? So uh the, my last Two years before my last two years, I started engaging a little bit with with a network of of uh, of companies that were sponsored to a team where I was playing, and uh, and in those network sessions where they like to listen to how we did last game and how we look forward to next game and 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 so on, I met a person which was um, head of sales for for Adeco Sweden. And um, he, we start talking and catching up, and then he um, he uh, asked me to come over to the office and have have a chat where where he's had an, an offer to give me, and uh, which was uh, that I could uh, work fifty percent at Adeco um, as a key account management, and at the same time uh, continue to play play my sport. Um, but in first hand, sport was the most important and, and was the prior number one. Uh, and the rest of the time I could do my do my work and start learning there. And I think that learning curve and that transition was was a great offer that was put on the table, 
which I could feel. Meanwhile, I was doing what I loved. I could feel what corporate was and what a good work um, meant as well. And that helped me also during these last two years to take the right decision, which then when I took the right decision, I moved up to our headquarters in Stockholm of Sweden and, and start working for Deco Group 100%. And I do want to come back to the role in the ADECO group, but I think I probably didn't do it justice uh, in the introduction mm -hmm. as to quite the size of the business that you were going into. Could you just share a little bit about, about the ADECO group? Yeah, of course. Uh, ADECO group is a Fortune 500 company. Um, I would say it's the largest HR company in the world, uh, HR providers of services in in, in the world. Um, we are roughly around 35 to 40,000 uh, internal employees across the world, covering 63 countries uh, today um, across across the globe. Um, yeah, I think that, that gives you a little bit of a feeling of, of the corporation. Wonderful. And did you have any idea when you started working initially part-time and still playing ice hockey. Did you have any idea of the size of organization that you were going into? No, I, I didn't. I, I knew I could see a little bit and get the feeling a little bit of Sweden, right? So in Sweden, it's 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 also quite an, uh, a good size of company, right? But, but not on a global stage how big they are, right? And how important they are in 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 the work life for a lot of people around the world right so that 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 feel that touch or that feeling or that view of it i didn't have no well i think it would be great for people to understand your career within the adeco group so starting off uh age 32 i think it was with the half working part-time while you're mm. still playing yeah. just give us a synopsis of how you've moved up through the organization and where you are yeah. now um, so it's also been quite a ride, and I think it's it's been coming a little bit more of who I am or who I developed to be in 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 the sport by by not having that much of problem moving around and and meeting new people and engaging new cities or countries. Right. So I started in Adeco Sweden, and I was I I worked in Adeco Sweden for around uh, four four years, um, and then obviously I. Uh, I felt that I needed a new challenge, uh, and I think that comes from from being a sportsman, right? And in that challenge, um, it, it gave me the opportunity to to um, to be in global sales, so in the global role in in our global sales community. And with that, it was a move to Shanghai, China. So I moved to Shanghai, China after four years in Adeco Sweden, and I stayed in Asia with China and Singapore for around five years, uh, which gives a total of nine years in the group. And after that, I moved back to Europe, and today I'm based in, in Spain, Madrid, still part of, of the global sales community, so our global community. And I've been here for um, for two and a half years now. So with, within the group, around 12 plus years, and uh, four countries as we go on now and, and uh, two different continents. I mean, you just could not have seen that when you were in your ice hockey role uh, sport and telling someone uh, who was sponsoring your team yeah. you know, about your games. There was no way you could see where this was all going to lead. No, to no totally not. It, it was... 
it was impossible to see, right? And and when you look back at and uh, we sit here today and you think about it, it's it's really nice nice to look back on it and see what from that kid skating and from what you're doing now. I'm I'm proud of myself if I'm allowed to say here, um, because it it gives you it's been giving me a lot, right? But I think the foundation been a dedication and everything for sports and you being as a person, right? So no, um, so you're correct. It was difficult to see the path it would give me in the future and where we are today. So some of the questions that people ask me is often, well, mm. how do you learn the skills for this completely new world? So how in that first sales role with the ADECO group, how mm. did you learn the skills for that job? I think you need to be uh, bold and 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 uh, again we're coming back to this to fail right i think you need to be bold and and just throw yourself out there uh, and try and and uh, know that it's okay to fail in certain limits of course but it's okay to fail and then start over and and learn where you fail and 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 do better next time um so I think that that's a good piece, and obviously part of your personality needs to fit with with uh, part of the roles that I offer you as well, right? But also to have an open mindset and and be willing to to learn and uh, uh, and with that, I think I think we have you should have a good base. And Patrick, I think the world of sport already give, gave you a bit of exposure to failure. Yeah, it it's if it doesn't do that for anyone in sports for me, that plays a sport for years, then then they're doing something that uh, is new, right? So no, you're correct. Uh, you uh, in sports you will meet failure quite a lot, and you will meet uh, say you have coaches and so on that literally can treat you as the smallest thing on on this planet, and when you do good, that's the best thing on this planet, right? So. You you meet failure a lot, and you uh, learn how to mentally be be strong, and how how learning yourself that that failure you do better next time, and and uh, you will beat that thing next time, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So failure is quite common or very common in in sports. You just need to learn from it and to not do it again, and also to do better moving on. And you did say there were some challenges for you moving away from ice hockey where everything wasn't a bed mm-hmm. of roses. And that was quite interesting to me when you told me about that before. So I'd love you to share that here. Yeah. And I think here we get a little bit personal, right? But I think this is this is an area where I think a lot of uh, people outside of sport don't think about and even sportsmen don't think sportsmen and women don't think about the day it comes but so for my end i believe uh when i was ending my my sport i believe i was going to have a lot of free time which going to be super nice and i could do so many things and so on right but after a couple of months after i i stopped doing my sport and only were working um I start on seeing myself working a lot of extra hours, which is nothing bad. But it went to to a way to to a level that it was too much, um, and I spend my time in the gym many many more hours than normally um, at the in in a stretch, um, and uh, literally that I didn't know what to do with with my free time. 
and, and this got got that it went to a problem that that you start finding things which are maybe not that healthy for you you and so on um but luckily i i went back to to one of our our sports uh, um say psychologies that you have when you play sports and said, and he said like you are you're not alone I think nine nine point nine of ten people that comes back to me and 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 ask these questions when you how to move on and and easy things to move on. So, so he gave me tips and tricks and which helps a lot and get me back into to my normal routines and so on. And and with that, I start adapt, adapting the new life. Um. So yeah. And I love that. I think it's just really good observation for people to bear in mind that it it yeah. may not be smooth sailing, but actually if you persevere, you recognize where the challenges may be, you seek some mm. help and you can still move forward in your new world. And I and I think you you mentioned something very important that uh, seek for help. Um I mean like it it can be help of different levels, right? But not to be embarrassed or shy to seek for that help because for me it was quite quite an easy thing to do and it helped me quite quickly it took me maybe from I, from a year after I, I stopped playing but I have sadly I have um, I know ex-players that been using alcohol drugs etc yeah. etc et right which goes down to a very very negative uh, path and uh, and not every time it it ends well well I'm pleased that uh that wasn't an um something that you ended up going down. So no, no, that's, no. that's great to hear. Yeah. Um, so Patrick, I think we'll be wrapping up um this story in a moment, but I'd love you to share in the sort of final few minutes, what would be your what are your learnings? What would you like people to take away from your story? First of all, that everything is is possible. Um, I think it's easy to say it and and uh, but I think if you have a mindset that you th- that you believe on yourself and and on 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 a task that puts in front of you i think we are so strong as human as human beings that we are capable to do it and in that way to also understand that it's okay to fail and when you fail um, take the good piece of it and 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 learn from it and and do better next time um to set your foundation and 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 believe in yourself uh, and that we 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 can do a lot, a lot. Um, and I think with that, I I I give my my words my, of of uh, a positive path forward. Wonderful. And I think what I've taken away from our conversation is just how many lessons apply. They look like two completely different separate worlds, but actually a lot has been able to be applied from your world of sport into the big, big, scary world of corporate and business. So <laughs> it's just really thrilling yeah, to see how much you can share between them. Um, yeah. So, Patrick, I just want to thank you so much for your time. It's been really, as I said, you're my first professional sports person I've actually managed to speak with. So it's been wonderful to have you share your experience. And I know the listeners of Amazing Careers are going to take away some great thoughts and ideas going forward. So thank you. Thank you. So everybody, if you enjoyed that episode, please do rate it and please do share it. 
Patrick is happy for you to connect with him directly if you would like. His email is p.arbeloa, A-R-B-E-L-O-A 29 at gmail.com. You can also find him on LinkedIn, Patrick, P-A-T-R-I-K, Ruiz, R-U-I-Z, Arbeloa, A-R-B-E-L-O-A. Please do look him up. If you'd love to get in touch with me, I would love to hear from you. And you can get in touch with me on lozalovuk at outlook.com, L-O-Z-A-L-U-V-U-K at outlook.com. And I look forward to having you on the next episode of Amazing Careers. Bye.